For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour, trying to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. Now, this is a reminder that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, you can listen to this podcast and all of our previous podcasts by going through iTunes and you go to Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. iTunes Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. Now, this is a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I'm excited to introduce today our guest, You have met her before, Dr. Diane Gilman, and she's a licensed psychologist and certified integrative medicine mental health provider. I want to tell you more about uh, Dr. Gilman. She is a founder of the Center for Mind and Body Health, as well as an affiliate with Capital Integrative Health. And she specializes in the treatment of children, teens, and adults with chronic illness and chronic pain, as well as those suffering from undiagnosed illnesses. She also treats clients of all ages with anxiety, depression, phobias, grief, loss, eating disorders, and difficulty adjusting to life changes and relationship stress. And in addition, Dr. Gilman treats those wishing to lose weight and break habits such as smoking, skin picking, and checking or superstitious behaviors associated with obsessive-compulsive disorder. Along with individual couples, family, and group therapy, Dr. Gilman also provides psychological testing and conducts workshops, presentations, and lectures in the community. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gilman. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you for having me. Well, tell us a little bit more about your therapies, and and our subject today is uh, focusing on the tools for restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. What appropriate subjects during this COVID time. So our listeners are going to be glued and looking forward to learning from you. Wonderful. So fatigue is, you know, it affects everyone, but when you have a symptom such as chronic fatigue, um, especially right now, as you said, during COVID from chronic stress, um, most people really don't know an effective way to handle it besides getting a better handle on their sleep um, and resting a lot. And so 
What I'd like to talk about today is how I work with clients with fatigue, and you can apply this whether you have a diagnosis with fatigue or you're just struggling with a low level of energy. So the first thing really is I like to teach clients about the types of energy. Um, when people say, you know, they don't have a lot of energy, what they're really talking about is only one type of energy, which is a physical energy. So, you know, you might hear things like, oh, I had some extra energy, so I got to run around and do some errands today, or I had the extra energy to complete my workout, I did an extra mile on my run. Or you might hear in the opposite vein, you know, I didn't have any energy today, so I just laid on the couch all day. And so that's really one type of energy, and that's a physical type of energy. So that's really, when we're talking about physical energy, we're talking about the stamina that we need to complete our daily tasks our activities of daily living, or maybe our exercise. Um, and we talk about physical energy a lot when we think about energy deprivation. Maybe somebody is recouping from a procedure or they're having a flare-up of their illness, um, or maybe they're under a lot of stress, like right now during COVID, and so we would expect that maybe they would have a low level of energy. Um, also, you know, when we're hungry, we're thirsty, we're dehydrated, or we're sleep-deprived, we would expect that we would have a low level of energy. And consequently, you know, in the reverse, if we've gotten a lot of sleep, we would expect that we've had a high level of energy or just had a good nutritious meal. We would expect more energy. But I really try and teach clients that there are other types of energy that might be affecting their overall daily energy levels and fatigue. So one of them is emotional energy. Emotions carry a great deal of energy. Um, as a general rule of thumb, negative emotions tend to deplete our energy reserves, whereas positive emotions tend to boost them up. So, for example, anybody who's suffered from extreme depression or had a panic attack will tell you that they're very low in energy following this experience. Um, you know, people who have a lot of anxiety also get very depleted. And right now, with all of our stress levels, I'm hearing and I'm having a lot of extra referrals coming in for fatigue because everybody's so stressed right now. On the opposite side of that, we have positive energy um, from our positive emotions. So, you know, joy, seeing a loved one, an excited surprise, even something adrenaline boosting like jumping off a cliff, um, those things give us energy and that's really due to the physiology of the adrenaline rush or a dopamine hit. And so sometimes when we're looking at energy, you know, why we have it or why we don't have it, we want to look at another type of energy, emotional energy. Um, we also want to be looking at cognitive energy. This is a biggie for fatigue. Oftentimes when we have fatigue, we have reports of something called brain fog, which really just means your brain functioning is kind of fuzzy. It's hard to focus. It's hard to pay attention. Um, and brain fog really happens with fatigue because our brains take such a great deal of our energy um, cellularly. We get a lot of energy devoted into our brain functioning. So when we're low on energy, we're going to be naturally low on cognitive energy as well. So this can look like things like memory. We have a lot of memory impairments, a lot of forgetfulness. Um, it can look like difficulties with something called executive functioning, which is our higher level thinking. You hear a lot about this in ADHD and attention deficit disorders because it's where we pay attention. It's where we focus. Paying attention and staying present and focusing actually take a great deal of energy for people. Um, you know, executive function is also thinking ahead, planning ahead, organizing. Um, our, it's where our critical thinking lies. So, you know, solving problems or really figuring out solutions 
all of us during COVID have had to engage in a lot of critical thinking here to figure out how to do our daily tasks. So for example, I'm hearing a lot of people say going to the grocery store is exhausting. And it is because we have to remember our masks and we have to stand six feet apart and we have to sanitize everything and we're doing everything so differently than we normally do. So, you know, another big energy suck here with cognitive energy is when we're doing novel tasks versus tasks that have us, you know, we sort of do them automatically on autopilot like our daily routine. So a lot of what I'm looking at lately with clients is how they're using their cognitive energy. Um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of complaints about I can't focus on my work or I can't remember things to do or I forgot this step in unpacking the groceries, whatever it might be. Um, and then the last uh, helpful place to look at energy is social energy. And this one's a little more subtle. Um, this one goes unnoticed for people, but it's very common that I hear a client with fatigue who has gone out and done something social, and even if they've sat in a chair, which is that physical energy, right, they weren't moving around, they were still talking and they were still out and about, and that drained them of a lot of energy. And so when we're talking about social energy, we have conversations with other people, which we don't typically tend to think of in the traditional sense of energy, but that does take a great deal of energy to hold a conversation, as well as just interacting with others. And then, you know, we're susceptible to other people's energy. So, you know, you're talking to somebody who's very draining of energy, it's a very tough conversation for you to have, you're going to feel a little more drained of energy. So anytime that we're looking at fatigue, I really want to look at the holistic view of how are we expending our energy and where can we sort of put a plug in some of those leaks? You know, you mentioned social, and um, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the differences between people who find social challenging um, versus those that are fueled positively by social. Yeah, good, good question. So you know, like I said in the beginning, there are some things that give us energy and there are some things that deplete it. We have people that get really fueled by social engagements. Those are typically what we would tend to think of as extroverts. And they're getting, they're focusing on the joyful aspects of that experience. They really like being around other people. They like the art of conversation. They are stimulated mentally and physically by being out of their homes versus people who are introverts you know, they tend to get a little bit overwhelmed. There's a lot of social cues to pay attention to. They might be self-conscious of how they're, um, what type of impression they're giving off. Um, it might be really energetically draining to have all that stimuli around them. And so when we look at fatigue, um, clients with chronic fatigue traditionally tend to find social interactions exhausting. And as a rule of thumb, the bigger the interaction, the more exhausting it's going to be. And that's because there's so much sensory input that happens when we get into a large social gathering. Um, you know, we have the sights and the noises and the sounds, and there's a lot of movement around us. Um, and so in addition to the physical energy of, you know, just getting there, the cognitive energy of figuring out how to hold a conversation and um, things like that, the social interactions are very draining for fatigue in that regard as well. Yes, that's important, and I'm glad you focused on the differences um, among people. I know that in our own family, most are extroverts, and we have a person we've identified as an introvert, and he says, actually, the rest of you are so extreme that 
you don't realize I'm normal. The rest of you are way out as extroverts. And I, I must admit, I think he has a very good point. <laughs> so <laughs> things are relative, but it has helped me appreciate that social can be exhausting to people who would prefer, they like the conversation, they might engage, but they're lower key. And, um, that it, it can be exhausting if they're if sort of forced into weddings and events that can be exhausting where other people feel fulfilled. So we're going to keep this conversation going. And if you've just tuned in with us, uh, listeners, I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and Village Green Apothecary brings you this show, uh, The Essentials of Healthy Living. I want you to stay with us. We're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Diane Gilman, a licensed psychologist, certified integrative medicine mental health provider. She's giving us excellent information about restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years. And we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. When it comes to taking a multivitamin, the Pure Encapsulations One Multivitamin makes it one and done. This convenient formula provides vitamins, minerals, and other essential nutrients in a comprehensive vegetarian multivitamin for both men and women in a once-daily dose. It includes L5-MTHF, the universally metabolized form of folate, and an antioxidant complex with sustained release, CoQ10, to enhance immunity and support energy metabolism. The One Multivitamin, available at Village Green Apothecary. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. 
For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. This show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. And I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, bringing you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, speaking of you and your health, our guest today is Dr. Diane Gilman, a licensed psychologist and certified integrative medicine mental health provider. And I say that very definitively because I think it's very important. And uh, actually, uh, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about Dr. Gilman. She has a master's degree in general psychology from Villanova University, as well as a master's degree and doctoral degree in clinical psychology from the American School of Professional Psychology. So she deals with patients of all ages, from infants to the elderly, in a variety of settings. And we've been talking about the uh, four uh, types of fatigue, physical, emotional, cognitive, and social and uh, what can you carry that conversation forward because I thought it was very interesting to break it down absolutely yeah um, so when you're looking at you know if you're a person that's experiencing fatigue whether it's temporarily due to you know life circumstances or just in general you have a diagnosis that includes fatigue the way that you want to examine you really want to ask yourself what is causing the fatigue but also Another key question that people forget is what is giving me energy? So you really want to look at it from both directions. And there are things that we just talked about within these four types of energy that give and provide um, energy, such as, you know, high positive emotions, extra sleep, being well fed with high nutritious meals. So you really want to examine what goes into the fatigue and likewise, you know, what boosts your energy so that we can really try and be empowered in healing from the fatigue? Yeah, that's important. And thank you for mentioning sleep. We do talk about it quite a bit. And I, call, I say sleep is a nutrient. And there's nothing that substitutes for a restful, restorative sleep. Uh, so thank you for bringing that up, Dr. Gilman. Uh, keep the conversation going. This is most interesting. Sure. Um, another thing that we really want to look at is the rest activity balance. Um, and so this is really a balance between the restful, uh, restorative states. Um, mostly when we're talking about that, we're talking about the relaxation state um, or the relaxation response. And we want to balance that between um, an activity state. So it could be activity as in, again, physical energy, we're moving around, we're doing our daily routines, or if we have a lot of high stress um, in our stress response. So when we're looking at the rest activity balance, the key word there is balance. We really want to make sure people are not at one end of that spectrum or the other, um, because it's, it's a very vicious cycle. So for uh, an example, a lot of the clients that I work with they really tend to do a lot when they feel good. So let's say they have a low pain day or a high energy day. 
without really thinking about what gave them the energy or how much energy they had. They just capitalize on it. So they go, go, go. They use all their energy. Maybe they clean the whole house and they're very excited to get it done. Or maybe they do the extra, you know, quarter mile on their workout. Or maybe they say yes to another social engagement. And before you know it, we've got burnout and fatigue and we're right back where we started. And so rather than going and swinging from, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other on that pendulum, I really try and work with them to seek out a balance. And so that might look like pausing in your activity, whatever it is. Maybe let's say you're, uh, you know, doing something for work and you've got 10 tasks maybe pausing at task five, checking in with your energy level, seeing if you have enough to keep going, or maybe you need to do something a little more restorative. Um, and so the analogy that's easy for people to understand with this talk is a battery level on your phone. So you want to make sure, you know, we are all tied to our phones these days, and so you're watching your battery level. If you, let's say, were going out in downtown D.C. and you didn't know where you were going and you might need to make a phone call, you probably wouldn't leave the house with only 20% because you'd think I might need a little bit more battery level in order to do that. But if you had 100%, that might be okay. Likewise, we want to really think about our own battery levels when we're thinking about the rest activity balance. So if you wake up in the morning and you're at maybe 35%, let's say you didn't sleep well or you're having an extra flare-up of fatigue, you wouldn't want to then say yes to all your social engagements and skip a couple meals and maybe stay up late doing some work because you then pretty much be left with a dead phone battery. So we really want to think about opportunities to charge the phone. So to speak, we want to look for outlets and we want to carry an external battery to use that metaphor um, to really make sure. So, you know, uh, when we're talking about rest activity balance, we really just want people to be conscious and aware of what they're doing what their battery percentage is because you know people wake up and they have a really high energy day um, they might be excited to get everything done but you're draining the battery very quickly and they don't really pay attention to see oh i'm at 20 percent. maybe i should stop they just think i'll capitalize on this and keep going and now we've got a dead phone battery so it would be much more advantageous to pause around you know it's individual but 50 20 percent um, charge up that phone with whatever you do for yourself, and we can talk about that later, um, and uh, then get back to doing what you're doing so that we don't have a crash. I love your metaphors, and I, I use them uh, widely, and I think they really nail it for people who are listening and trying to learn something new. Um, we'll, we'll keep talking about this as far as I, I really like the concept of rest relaxation activity and the balance and i don't think i've ever heard it described as logically as you have described it uh and that makes it easier to embrace i can see you know in in patients and and clients that might be listening that they get that it's like a teeter-totter we want balance there and so what else do you have to share with us, Dr. Gilman? So thank you for saying that. I find that the easier and more visual the analogy is, the easier it's going to be for people to incorporate it. Um, in the other side of the rest activity balance, just like there's another side of looking at energy, is the, the vicious cycle also happens when we rest too much. Um, you know, too much inertia, too much stagnation is also very unhealthy. And this gets really tricky when you're talking to people with genuine fatigue who 
genuinely do have a difficult time getting up and being physically active. They don't have the stamina. And so a lot of what I'll talk about in that regard is, you know, it's really healthy to make sure you get up and try and do something. And if you can't, you just go right back onto bed, right onto the sofa or into bed. So just the attempt is sometimes helpful. And sometimes it doesn't have to be, you know, with physical energy. Like we said, there's multiple types of energy. So sometimes it might be, why don't you just pick up the phone and call a good friend? We'll get that social hit of energy, that good emotional hit of energy. Um, sometimes it might be, um, you know, having a, a big glass of water or maybe a nutritious um, snack or something to that effect. But we're looking for ways to add in energy there, just like we're looking for ways to add in rest in the opposite direction. So, you know, as a general rule of thumb, we tend to get a lot of inflammation when we've been sitting for 60 minutes or more. So it's a good rule just to practice, especially all of us right now, we're a little more sedentary than we're used to being, to just get up and move at least one minute out of every hour. And, you know, if you cannot get up and move in that one minute every hour, that's fine, but you can still do some stationary stretches. Um, you know, you can flex the, the feet and the hands. So when we think about ways to move, I often get feedback, well, I can't just get up, which is Okay, but you can you can move in some way. You can move your brain. You can try doing a crossword puzzle, or you can make a phone call, like I said. So you know, there's lots of different ways to play around with this. My approach is really creative. Um, get very creative and make things very personalized to yourself, so that you can help restore some of that energy. So you're asking people do what you love, do what you like to do, mm -hmm. um, and that is fulfilling. And that and it varies. What you're saying is it varies. Whatever works for an individual is what works. Um, if it's cleaning out a drawer, I always start a big clean out by cleaning a small drawer. And it gives me the the impetus to go forward and do more. And I've always thought that was a little bit silly, but it worked for me. And uh I I like what you're you're teaching us. So we have a few minutes left in this segment. Um, what else do you have uh, as guidance for this balance of uh, energy, energy versus rest? And I like that you use a positive term. Rest and relax is a positive term. Activity is a positive term. Uh, so you're trying to achieve the balance. What else can we learn about that? Yeah, and you're right to point out that there's a positivity to this because I, a lot of people are told, you know, rest feels like a punishment. Rest feels like something that they have to do. Um, even when they're in the activity part of that rest activity balance, having to stop feels very arduous for people. They don't want to do it. Um, but the, really the, the impetus behind all of that is that we have to care about ourselves and what we're doing to ourselves. And so we have to really be paying attention um, you know, an analogy that I like to use a lot for parents because they really get this is we naturally do this for children. We naturally want to guide them to a proper rest activity balance. We don't want our children lying around all day, you know, on screens, watching TV. We might say, why don't you get up and, like, go play? Why don't you go for a walk? We don't want them to starve all day. We'll watch that they are eating nutritious meals at regular intervals, hopefully, and getting enough water. But on the flip side of it, if we've had a kid that's, let's say, they've been at school all day, they've been running around, 
they want to have a play date after school and they want to do their homework, we would maybe say, why don't you sit down, why don't you have a snack? Why don't you, you know, tell me about your day or, you know, here you can read a book for a little while or watch an episode of your favorite show and then we'll go tackle homework. So as parents, you get this really nicely, this, this idea that you don't want your children to be on one end or the other. And as adults, we really need to be responsible for parenting ourselves in this way. We need to be paying attention just like we would for young children and teach them that you don't want to be too far in either direction. You don't want to be too stagnant and you don't want to be too active because that's the way that we really mess up our energy. And if you're talking to somebody that naturally has difficulties with energy and fatigue, that you really want to be careful there. Yes, that's that's good advice, and we're going to keep this conversation going. Uh, if you've just joined us, folks, I want you to know you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. And our guest today is Dr. Diane Gilman. We are talking about restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. Very important subject. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Do you have unique needs that a mass-market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane, call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village. Green Apothecary. 
Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique health care needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. And I do want to remind you that you can listen to The Essentials of Healthy Living through iTunes Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. And you, you can go through and look at the titles and see who was interviewing, pick something out, make it appropriate for what you are trying to accomplish in your life. But uh, that is, is very important. And we're just lucky to have Dr. Diane Gilman today, a licensed psychologist and certified integrative medicine mental health provider. And she's the founder of the Center for Mind and Body Health. And we've been talking about restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. So, Dr. Gilman, let's talk more about overcoming burnout because that is such an issue. Uh, it absolutely is, yeah. So this is, uh, I like to call the fun part of the chat because this is where we really get to talk about ways to uh, – rest and relax and restore energy. So a lot of this has to do with uh, the concept of self-care. And traditionally, when I bring this concept up, I get a lot of pushback. It's either people don't know how to take care of themselves or they consider it to be selfish. Um, they don't have the time to do it. They're very busy or they think it might cost a lot of money. Like um, some people say, you know, well, I should go get a massage, but that's really expensive and I don't have the time to do it is a, is a good example of something that comes up. Or I really just need to take time off of work, but I can't afford it and I don't have the time to do it. So self-care, for whatever reason, has gotten very tied into time and money for people. And I really like to teach people that you can get really creative and personalize this concept to a way that it works for you. Um, you know, I've been doing it this whole interview so far just by doing some deep breathing. So nobody has noticed, um, but I've been taking care of myself this whole time. Um, and so it's really easy to do uh, and get creative with it. So First and foremost, you can do it whenever, wherever. I like to really create what I like to call tool belts for my clients that they can pull out at any time. So traditionally, I might start out by saying, you know, what are the ways that you take care of yourself? What are the ways that you calm yourself down or relax? And a lot of what I get is something like gardening or yoga, or I like to talk with my friend or spouse. And those are wonderful, wonderful self-care activities, but if you'll notice, they're very situation-specific. I want to know what happens if you're in bed in the middle of the night or if you're in the shower or if you're on your commute. You can't do any of those things that you just mentioned. And so I really want to build a wide variety of things that people can do to increase their energy if they are feeling burnt out that isn't situation-specific, that you can just do them across the board. So when we look at that concept, we really are talking about first and foremost stress management. 
Um, a lot of us are constantly in what's called a stress response or a fight or flight response, especially right now, given everything that's going on. And so we really want to make sure that we're taking care of our stress levels. That stress response really is uh, one of the biggest energy sucks for people. Um, it just really drains the body because physiologically there's a massive process going on. Um, and it leaves us pretty drained emotionally as well. So things that are good to help that stress response, we have basic deep breathing. Um, meditation, there are multiple different types of meditation. Um, commonly when I bring up meditation, people say, oh, I tried it, I didn't like it. Or well, Commonly people are talking about a type of meditation called transcendental meditation where your mind has to go completely blank or you might be focusing on one word such as an ohm. That's very hard to do for people who are very stressed out. And so I usually flip them towards something called mindfulness meditation, which is really just the art of paying attention to what's around you and then letting it go. Um, so we can experiment. There are multiple different ways that we can meditate. Um, there are also things like guided imagery um, and then presence or grounding activities. So this is really good for people that get burnt out from social energy, like we were talking earlier in the conversation, is really making sure that they're grounded and present when they're doing something that's going to sap their energy, like going to, let's say, a big wedding. Um, so examples of some present um, or grounding activities might be um, looking around the room and naming everything that starts with the letter P, or looking around the room and picking out everything that's red for children. Um, you can also do this in the car really nicely by trying to anticipate what the next exit sign is or what the next street name is. So it's a way of keeping you completely focused in the present moment. And so we're getting ready of some of that stress. Um, and just as a general rule of thumb, when we're in the present moment, we tend to have a much uh, decreased load of stress, which really translates into that rest part of the rest activity balance. It's very restorative for the body when we allow ourselves to be in the present moment. You know, that's important, and I don't think we talk much about the present moment on this show, and yet it it really is important. Um, I used to have a, a saying, and I would write it down, when, what's important now? And that would help me focus on I don't need to worry about tomorrow's problems what's important now and it always helped me focus in kind of simple uh and the grounding i i like that um i i also do you want to talk about getting outside and getting your feet in on the ground instead of a deck instead of cement talk about that please yeah so yeah, the the um, the other components to uh, ways we can take care of ourselves are the very simple, more natural biological ones. One of which you just mentioned is sort of communing with nature. Um, there's a there's a blossoming field of psychology called eco psychology, where um, you know we are really learning how much benefit being with nature has. Um, whether it is walking barefoot outside in the grass or even it could be standing in an industrial fluorescent lit building, but looking out a window. That still makes a massive impact for people on their health, on their immunity, um, on their cellular function, on their emotions. Um, and so, you know, talk about ways to reduce fatigue. You know, nature holds one of the biggest 
uh, ways to do that. So, um, you know, just in general, our emotions are better right there. But the other you know, biological things, you want to make sure you're not sleep deprived. Um, so we, when we look at sleep, we are really looking at three things. We're looking at a sleep schedule. So we really want consistent uh, sleep and wake times. This is a really tough one for fatigue um, because people tend to sleep longer. They tend to stay in bed longer. And so we really want to make sure a lot of people think that the bedtime needs to be consistent, but it's more important research is showing that the wake time is more consistent, which is a harder one for people. So we want to make sure you're up and out of bed. And even if you're out of bed, you can still go, I always tell clients, you can still go right to the sofa. You just got to get out of bed <laughs> um, and being around as much natural light as possible, again, because nature is so healing. Um, so you really want the blinds open. You want, you know, going outside first thing in the morning, also very helpful. Um, when else we talk about sleep, we also want to look at bedtime routines. We want really calming bedtime routines. We, you know, we, again, naturally, very instinctually do this as parents. We have, you know, dim lights and soft sounds. We have a bath. We have maybe a massage with lotion. We have a story time. We have night lights on. We want to do the same thing for us as equivalents for adults. Um, so we really want to make sure, especially if we have fatigue, we're taking care of ourselves so that we can go to bed in a relaxation response rather than in a stress response because that's only going to impact fatigue in a negative way if we don't do so. Um, and then the last thing for sleep is sleep hygiene. So what I mean by that is you really want to make sure that you're only using the bed for sleep. No eating, no watching TV. Um, you want to make sure that you're doing really calming things right before bed, dim lights, soft sounds. You don't want to watch a horror movie before bed. You don't want all the lights on. You don't want to eat a big bowl of spicy food. Um, you just want to keep everything really calm before bed. So that's a biggie. Um, you also want to look at your diet. Um, I know, Dana, you're very experienced in this topic, but you want to look at um, reducing inflammation in your diet. That's a big uh, contributor to fatigue is when we have high levels of inflammation. So you want to eat a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. Um, you want to watch out for allergens and sensitivities. You can get a blood test very easily to test these out. But a good rule of thumb is that sugar, caffeine, gluten and dairy are usually the ones that can contribute to burnout and fatigue, sometimes soy. And so you want, you know, you can very easily figure that out on your own by doing just a brief elimination diet for a few weeks. Um, maybe a little arduous at the time, but it's good to get that um, notified. Um, you also want to watch your hydration. You want to make sure hydration is incredibly important. All of our cellular function relies on water, and it's one thing that we do not make innately in the body. So we want to make sure we're getting that. Um, a good rule of thumb there is you want to drink um, one ounce per, per your, every pound that you weigh divided by two. So if you weigh 140 pounds, you want to drink about 70 ounces of water. Um, if you weigh 100 pounds, about 50 ounces of water. Um, and then the last biggie for um, diet is really caffeine. This is a big one for fatigue. I have to fight this dragon all the time with clients because they're relying on fatigue to get them through the day. And what they don't realize, you know, caffeine really does stimulate uh, something very similar to a stress response in the body. We've got adrenal glands that are stimulated. We've got a stress response that is mimicked. Um, and that's why it's very common when people drink, you know, you can be caffeine sensitive and this happens when you drink a little bit or you drink a lot. We have things like an accelerated heart rate. We have jitteriness. We have rapid thoughts, racing thoughts. 
Um, we have difficulty falling asleep, and those are exactly the same things people report when they're mid-anxiety. And so um, we really want to watch out for caffeine. Um, a lot of people, I would say about 80% of my clients with anxiety and fatigue feel better once they finally get over the hump of caffeine withdrawal. About 20% hate me for putting them through it, and they feel totally the same. Um, but about 80% really do feel better. And so you can easily try this out by switching uh, we'll talk about later how you can switch your caffeine. Yes, that's important, and I'm glad you have these strategies for accomplishing it. And if you've just uh, tuned in with us, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're talking with Dr. Diane Gilman, a licensed psychologist and certified integrative medicine mental health provider. We're talking about restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formula supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function, in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Quality can't always be seen. Honest labeling, trusted sourcing, unwavering standards. At Pure Encapsulations, we are committed to wellness without compromise, delivering high-quality hypoallergenic products for nearly three decades. Our products are free from gluten, trans fats, peanuts, GMOs, magnesium stearate, and artificial ingredients. Pure Encapsulations is the leading brand in the healthcare practitioner market, ranking highest in ingredients purity, quality testing, and trust. Pure Encapsulations products available at Village Green Apothecary and myvillagegreen.com. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green.
Welcome back, listeners, to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane here in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, trying to bring you a wide variety of information all about you and your health. And I want to remind you that you can listen to The Essentials of Healthy Living through iTunes Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. Now, today our guest is Dr. Gilman. She is Diane Gilman, a licensed psychologist, certified integrative medicine mental health provider. And we're talking about focus on the tools for restoring energy, reducing fatigue, and overcoming burnout. And at the end of the last segment, Dr. Gilman, we were talking about caffeine. Can you talk more about that, please? Yeah, yeah. So... Caffeine and fatigue are really not a marriage made in heaven. Um, A lot of people are using caffeine as a way to get through the day if they have fatigue, but in fact, it's actually doing quite a bit of damage to the body, and it just makes it that much harder to make uh, the body's own innate form of energy. So what we're doing when we're drinking caffeine is we are taxing our adrenal glands, and when we do that, Um, Our adrenal glands are really responsible for providing our energy. You might have heard of adrenaline that comes from our adrenal glands. And so when we stimulate our adrenal glands too much, we have what's called adrenal fatigue, which is what is behind a lot of um, chronic fatigue syndrome, a lot of uh, mitochondrial dysfunction, a lot of disorders that we have fatigue as a symptom. Um, And so we really want to pay attention to caffeine use. So like I said before the break, you know, about 80% of my clients with fatigue and anxiety really respond very well to caffeine. Um, And the way to getting off caffeine, I should say, and the way that we do that really is we experiment. So first of all, are you drinking caffeine for the taste? Are you drinking it because it's a comfort level? Do you like a hot drink in the morning? If so, that's very easy. Switch to decaf, switch to something hot instead of caffeine, um, things like that. If you're drinking caffeine because you really can't get through the day, then we want to experiment with other more gentler types of caffeine. It could be um, something like a green tea. It could be like a half cap. So brew a pot of decaf and regular and mix them together. Um, and there, there are ways to, there are natural supplements such as adaptogens, which really boost um, the adrenal function very naturally and very gently. Um, we also have other uh, vitamins and things that support energy. So there are a lot of better ways, more healthy, more holistic ways to support your energy levels than just that cup of coffee or those cups of coffee, depending on how much coffee you're drinking in the day. Yes, I remind people that the first food or drink of the day sets the glucose standard for the day. And there are no breakfast police, so you can eat Anything that's healthy, protein, fiber, a walk-away breakfast could be an apple and a hard-boiled egg. It doesn't have to be fancy. And uh, that is, to me, if people can get that done, the rest of the day is easier because you haven't got the bouncing effect of blood sugar. And so that's one. Of, that's advice I always give to people. Uh, tell us, uh, give us some examples of uh, clients that you have helped. Sure. So 
I would say the average client here in the DC area that I'm working with that has fatigue is a working mother. Um, they have very high powered jobs. They have a lot of children who are going to very um, aggressive school programs. They have um, a lot of extracurricular activities that they're running around. They're also supporting the household. Um, I would say the majority of the clients fit somewhere in that description. Um, and so a lot of what we're working with in that standpoint is, you know, those types of clients do not feel like they have a lot of wiggle room in terms of how they can redesign their life to support better energy balance and reduce burnout. And so this is a great example of where we're going to be looking at all the different types of energies here. Um, maybe, for example, let's say you've got a really busy pickup time. You've got kids at different schools, which is very common here in this area. Um, you know, one kid goes to a special school for this and one kid goes to another school for this and they're all the way across town. Then we focus in on the commutes as your time to be restored. So we might put on some relaxing music instead of the news or instead of music that has high tempo. We might be doing a presence activity such as picking the next street sign and grounding there. We might be pairing that with deep breaths. Um, we might be talking to a beloved friend or family member to get that good energy hit there. So there's a lot of ways that we can get creative um, without really detracting from the routine of the day. Um, another way is just very simply drinking a big glass of water in the morning. You'd be surprised how much that improves everything. Just like you said, you know, we don't want those glucose spikes. We don't want anything spiking up and down. As a general rule of thumb, we want everything to be very homeostatic and even in the body so that we can conserve energy. So that's another thing that's very easy to do first thing in the morning. Um, if people um, in this area are very commonly in the car a lot, we practice car stretches so that we're not stagnated for the entire commute. We can you know, stretch different ways, use the wheel, push against the wheel for resistance, lift one arm up, lift the other, flex the foot, flex the other foot. Um, so those are common ways that we're looking at, you know, without changing the quality of your life too much, because that would add stress. How do we look at what we already have and just put little tweaks in throughout the day that we can be doing? Um, bedtime and sleep, uh, like sleep-wake schedule are also really big ones that we modulate. A lot of uh, the clients that I work with stay up way too late. They know they're tired, but they just don't want to fall asleep because they either have been so fatigued, they've fallen behind on their daily activities and they feel like they have a lot to get done, or they've been so stressed out during the day that they just want to do something relaxing before they go to bed because they feel like they want some pleasurable time in their day. And so we really work on a soothing, pleasurable bedtime routine for them, and that can include a favorite show or that can include reading two chapters of a favorite book, or it can include some sort of hobby like nighttime yoga, um, bedtime stretches, things like that. So if you'll notice, we're not really shaping and changing very much in the client's day. We're just adding things that already work with what they want. And we're adding things, like you said earlier, that they really love so that there, there's an incentive there. Um, you know, if we could be talking about modulating diet um, for them, depending on how stressed. Uh, they are. I would say the typical client that I have does better when I've gotten them off caffeine and when I've, we've stabilized their blood sugar levels with good, healthy, nutrient-rich meals and supplements. Um, but that does not always have to be the case. And then, you know, looking at that rest activity balance. So it's really coaching people on how to stop, even if they don't want to, 
how to rest and restore, which of those self-care activities works best for them in the moment. And then if they're having a really high fatigue day, um, I was just talking to a client who was stuck in bed. They had been in bed for about three days straight. Their children were running wild all around the house because it's summertime and everybody's stuck in the same home. And so we were talking about little things to do for them that could improve their activity balance. And that looked like not bringing uh, like two bottles, not bringing, let's say, the bottle of water to the bed so that they had to go up and go to the kitchen to get it to come back. Just that little bit of movement right there. So, you know, not bringing everything with you to the sofa, not bringing everything with you to the bed so that you do have to get up every once in a while. Um, again, a good rule of thumb is one minute for every 60. Um, but yeah, so we, we really work with, I meet the clients where they're at, and we try not to shift too many things so as not to cause stress, but there's a lot of really easy ways to improve the rest and the activity for people once we really take a look at it. Well, you have given us a lot of good, what I call, clinical pearls. And I like it when our listeners can come away from the show and they can do something new right then and there, a deep breath, deep inhale, deep exhale. That's not hard to do. And you gave us many, many ideas for improving self-care and therefore improving energy and uh, reducing our anxiety and improving our cognitive aspects. So thank you so much, Dr. Gilman, for being with us. We enjoyed this, and we'll have you back again, I'm sure. We thank you. I look forward advice. to it. <laughs> and I want to thank you, listeners, uh, and remind you that this show or any of the previous shows are available through iTunes on the Essentials of Healthy Living podcasts. And I, I want to say that Carl Rogers said this. He said, you are to be what you're now becoming. And every day we are now becoming. And so it doesn't matter if you did it wrong. It's so called wrong the day before. You don't you can change. And I add also, may you love what you do, do what you love, and make sure your efforts have a positive influence on people and the planet. And as our lives move forward, I'm always reminded every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive health enhancing choices. And please also remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 50. 
8415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.